Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamed Beis, we are in the middle of Sif Tesvav. We are on the second half of Tesvav, which is page 88. But just to get a running start, we'll do a little bit of a review we did yesterday. We'll start from the beginning of the Mechaber of Sif Tesvav. Says the Mechaber again, if you remember, Im la'achar shenichtov nika b'so chahei ohamem kosher. If after you wrote the letter, there became a hole in the middle of the letter hey or mem, it is kosher. Afilu nikav kol tocho, shanekev memalei kol acholol. Even if the hole takes up the whole inside space, and there's no inside space of the cloth left, it's still going to be kosher. And we explained yesterday the reason for that is, because we do not, we hold that you do not require mukaf gvil, on the inside of the letters. However, the Yushalmi is mashma that even on the inside, you do require it to be mukaf gvil. And therefore the Yushalmi argues, and we did see in the Mishabura that one should be machmir like the Yushalmi. I'd like just to point out one, one thing in the Mishabura here, which we did yesterday. I'm just, I'm just reviewing a couple of points until we get to the new stuff. I'd like to just look at Sifkotan Lamed Zayin. In the second line, he says, "Ayin betazu primigodim b'shem halavush sheish lahachmir kai yushalmi." We said one should be machmir like the yushalmi and make sure that even the inside of the letters have hekef kviul. V'dan you should know the lahay yushalmi tzarach akofas kviul b'chol atzodim mibifnim k'mo b'machutz. You need to have exactly the same inside and outside. They have to have the cloth surrounding the letter. Al kainim nika b'socho kodem haksiva eitzel haos. If you got a hole in the cloth before the ksiva, because that's when hukaf vil is a problem, next to where the letter was going to be, va'ideze einenu mukaf vil, and it's not going to be mukaf vil, yeshligrur ma'atni bifnim me'ove ha'kav shel ha'os v'ya mukaf vil. We said you could scrape away a little bit from the inside of the letter so that you would have hekaf vil on the inside as well. So it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be directly adjacent, the ink, to the, to the hole. Um, I just want to read note 63, which is in the back of the Sefer. You can just listen. You don't have to turn there. But he writes, In other words, one might think if you have the hole in the middle of the letter, which we said we should be machmer like Yushami, that it's not good when you wrote the letter. So now how are we saying that you're going to go back and scrape out part of the, part of the letter to make it mukaf if you already wrote later letters and now you're going back and the letter was really not good, now you're fixing it up. It's, it should be a problem of shalok kisidron. So that's the, what note 63 addresses. He says that we're going to see later on that there's no chisorin of shalok esidron. He says, and we'll see an explanation later why, that if you are just fixing up a problem of hekev gvil, it will not be a problem of shalok esidron if you do it, at, you wrote other letters and then you went back to scrape off the inside of a letter to prevent the problem of Mukavil to make sure it's surrounded by the Gvil on all sides, that will not be a promise of Sidron. We're going to get that more later. I just wanted to point that out now, that even though the letter is really puzzle, then according to Yishalmi and according to that, the way we're Machmir, if you go back afterwards and fix it, it will not be a problem of writing the letters out of order. And the reason, as we'll see, is that since the Tzura of the letter is there, even if officially the letter is not kosher, and then you fix it up and make it kosher, it would be okay. We'll see more about that later. I just wanted to point out that we skipped that point yesterday. Back up to the Machaber, and now we'll get to what we were up to yesterday. In the second to last line on Mendalid, Nikav Regel Pnimi Shalhei. Then we said if the inner leg of the letter He gets a hole in it, 
Even if it only has a little teeny bit left of the inside leg, kosher laharosh. We point out in the mishabura, it's lavdav. If you get a hole over there, it could be the ink gets scraped off, or you just wrote a very small, a very small point over there. Any of those scenarios, the feed the rush, it's okay because the rush learns the gemara like we discussed yesterday a certain way that the inside leg is okay with the kosher. But the Ramah brings down avashar poskim matzrichim kamala os ketana v'hachi hilchos. So the Ramah said. That most poskim argue with the rush, and they hold that even the inside leg needs to have the size of a small letter, which we'll see more details about very shortly. and that is the halacha. Fine. Then we okay. Now this is where we're up to. So now starting from page eighty-eight, um, the top line back to the mechaber. Nikav regel hayimini. If you got a, till now, we're discussing a hole in the left leg. Let me just read the Mechav, then we'll take your question. In Nikav Regel Hayimini, now if the right leg, the one that's attached to the roof, gets a hole in it, in the Menu Molo Os Ketana Kosher. If you have left from that, on that leg, the size of a small letter, it is Kosher, Vimlav, it is Puzzle. So what we see here, in terms of the two legs of the hay, the Machlokas that we just had last night, and we just mentioned here, was the inside leg, the one that is not attached, the left leg. There there was one opinion, the Rush, who says, even if there's a drop left there, it's okay, it doesn't have to be the size of a certain letter. The Ramah argued and says, most posts can say it has to be the size of a small letter. And then everybody agrees, nobody argues, the Machaber says that the right leg, which is attached to the roof, that if it gets caught or erased or anything, has to have left to it a shear of a small letter. We'll see what that means in a second. Otherwise, it's not good. So that everyone agrees to. The Machok is by the inner leg, by the outer leg, everyone agrees. Dr. Dreyfus. If you wrote a wrong letter, then you would not be able to fix it. If you wrote a wrong letter and then you went on to other letters, you would not be able to go back so and fix it. So if you write a hay with the leg missing on the inside, it's a dollar. That's correct. That would not be good. That's 100% correct. We're not discussing that case. We have not touched on that case, but you are 100% correct. A hay with a tiny bit. No, so that, they, that opinion holds that a hay with a, with a little bit is a hay. They're not holding that that's a dollar. That's a hay. So therefore it's okay. But you're right. Yeah, if you, it doesn't matter what your kavanah is. They hold that that is a hay. That's a hay. Yeah, you're used to a hay being one way. The rush holds, based on the Gemara, that a hay is a dalit with a little thing over there. It doesn't matter how small it is. So he holds that's okay. But you're right. If you wrote a dalit and then wrote other letters and you go back to make it into a hay, that wouldn't be good. But we're not addressing that case yet. We'll get to that. But that, you're correct. That's not good, but we didn't, we weren't discussing that. Fine. Now, before we go to the Mishabura, I would like to point out a very interesting machlokas, the Bir Halacha and the Chazanish. It's short. But it's very important because we're talking about a mole os katana, a small letter. What, what does that mean exactly? So if you look at the Bir Halacha, um, the third one on the page, on page 88, mole os katana, he writes, Now, what is the writing in the tefillin that we're talking about? If your tefillin is being written with a ksav benoni, an average size writing, L'chorah will not help if the one, if the Malayos Katana is a smaller writing. The Imlokin ain't Shiladavar. In other words, you can't say, this is what the Biyalach is saying, that when, if you're writing an average size lettering, you can't say the Malayos Katana is a Malayos Katana of the smallest uh, print that you could do. Because then there's no size to it. It could be as small as you want. So rather he says, it has to be 
the same size as the ksav that you're writing. In other words, a mole the smallest letter is a yud. So the leg of the hay, the outside according to everyone, the inside according to the Ramah and how we paskin, needs to be the size of a yud. But the Be'alach is telling me, not the size of the smallest yud you could make, because if so, you could always get smaller, there's no measurement to it. Rather, it's the it's a small it's size of the smallest letter of the print that you're using. Assuming you're using an average size print, so it would have to be the size of a regular yud in the print size that you're using. But if you're writing very large ksav in your tefillin, then the would be okay if the small letter that you write is from an average size print. In other words, you don't have to always match the size print that you have. If you have very large print, the small os doesn't have to be the size of the small yud in the bigger size print. It can go down to the average size print. But you can't go from the average size print in general to say you have a yud that's a teeny, teeny print that's the size of a yud. That wouldn't be good. That is what the Chavetz Chaim says. Now let's look at the Chazanish. The Chazanish actually argues with this. If you look at note 78... The, he differentiates in the right leg and the left leg. He says the right leg, you have to have a yud with its oketz, with its uh, stem, in this, in this type of writing that you wrote in. You know, the same size lettering that you're writing in, you have to have a yud of that size to be the right size leg of your hay. Even if you're writing, not like the Mishabura, the Chavetz Chaim, even if you're writing a large print, you have to have the right leg be the size of a yud in the print that you are writing. Right? We always measure based on the Ksav you're writing. Not like the Chavetz Chaim just told us in the Bir Lacha. He said if you're writing a large Ksav, then it would be okay to have the Moli Oz Katana to be an average size yud. The, the Chazan says, no, the right side, the right leg would have to be the size of a yud of the ksav that you're writing, no matter how big it is. So he's more machmi in terms of that. But then the Chazan says, avabaregel small, but the left leg, dai biyud ketana shepiketanos, afilu biksav godol. But the left leg, he says, even if you're writing a big ksav, it could be the smallest yud that you want. Not he's not lefi the rush. Lefi the rush, you don't need a ksav yud. But I think the chazanish is factoring in the rush to be lenient. In other words, by the right leg, this is my understanding. By the right leg, where everybody holds, we don't see a machlokas that you need to have the size of a yud. So zakta chazanish, it has to be the size of a yud in the print that you're using, no matter how big it is. But the left one, even though according to the opinion that we hold, like that, it really has to be the size of a yud. But since this is why I understood the chazanish, since you have the rush to rely on who holds it, could be a kosher who could be anything. So therefore, we'll be more lenient in the size of the yud that we're going to be makbed on, and you could use the smallest kind of yud that you can make is fine. In other words, I don't think, he's not holding like the rush, because the rush doesn't need the size of a yud, but he's factoring in there, that there are those who hold like the rush that say it could be the smallest uh, dot that you want, and therefore, in passing that it needs to be the smallest letter, he says it doesn't have to be the ksav that you're writing, it can be as, as small of a ksav as you want. Fine, that's just an interesting machlokas, the biralacha and the... And the Chazanish. Now let's go to the Mishabura and um, and finish off this sif in the Mishabura. So we are up to Sifkatan Mem Aleph. Sifkatan Mem Aleph is going on this last halacha, which is if the right leg is is erased or whatever else happens to it, it has to have left over in it a Molo Os Katana, which is the size of a Yud. Um, and if not, it's puzzle. Says the Mishabura Sifkatan Mem Aleph Nikov. Vahu Adin Im Nifsa Kaos Below Nekev. 
Again, like we spoke out, it's lav dafka that it got a hole in the cloth. It could be that it was erased. Or nimcha could say, oh, say, if there was a break in the letter or it got erased, whatever it would be. Umayriya shulchanarach ba'arko. And the shulchanarach is what? Lengthwise, from top to bottom. The size lengthwise that you have to have, the size of the leg lengthwise, the size of a yud. The same thing would apply if it got erased a little bit in the thickness of it. Whether it's through a hole in the cloth or through being erased. As long as you have a little strand that's, that's black from the dio, that's the size of a vav or yudaka or a narrow yud, it's kosher. Like we mentioned yesterday, there's no shear to the thickness of the letters. And therefore, we're just discussing in, in, the, in the requirements of the Mechaber, height-wise, in the Yud. But, but width-wise, it doesn't matter. As long as there's, there's a letter, Vav, or Yud there, whatever it is, that's okay. Even if some of it was erased, or there was a hole there, that would be okay. But in all these cases, when you get the hole there, whether it's in the thickness, or it's in the length, you need that the hole got there after the ksiva, again, because if the hole got there before the ksiva, you, you might get into the problems of, of mapping mukaf vil. So to avoid the problem of mukaf vil, we'll say all these holes and erasings happened, at, well, the holes certainly happened after the letter was already written, where hukaf vil is not going to be a problem. Hayyamini sifkatan membez, we're talking about the leg on the right side, shalhei. Kosala primigodim nearly the huhadin lishar osios kigon. Now, now this Mishabruah, uh, you'll have to bear with me, it gets a little bit complicated. We'll try to explain it as clear as we can, because the Mishabruah says something that doesn't sound like it makes so much sense. But in the notes, they go through each letter explaining it based on Abir al later, and we'll just explain it. it. It is a little bit hard if you don't have the letters in front of you, but I'll show you in the back of the, in the later on in the Mishabruah, you can actually see the letters. So the Mishabruah writes, in Zakat and Membez, we're talking about the right leg of the hay. The Prima Gadam says, nearly the Huadin Lashar Osios. The same then applies to other letters. Kegondalis, Lamid, Pei Pshuta, which is an end of A. Tzadi Pshuta, which is an end of Tzadi. Kuf, Reish, Otaf, Oches. Same thing applies to all these letters. Lachora, Beches, Bein, Ragla, Hayamini, Oasmoli. By Aches, Lachora, it's applying this din of having an Oskatana will apply to the right leg and the left leg, because in Aches, the two legs are identical. In, and what's it done by all these letters? If the right leg has the size left over of a yud, it's enough. Now that's a very funny statement to make because most of these letters don't have two legs. It's funny to say the right leg of an end of pay because the end of pay has, 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 doesn't have two legs. So that's what's funny over here, right? <laughs> the, the, what? Or a dollar. Many of these letters, the, Half the letters that he mentioned don't have two legs. And he ends up by saying, So we need to explain what in the world he means. So that's what we're going to do. So let's just finish up the Mishavura here. It's based on what he says later on in Simen Lamed Vav by the rules of the forms of the letters. Look at all those letters. Now in the notes... The notes help us out over here because they tell us what the Biralacha says over there. And we can explain it very clearly. So let's, and again, the thing we're, we're discussing over here, the Prima Gautam says, the same way by the right leg of the hay, you have to have the, the, the size of a yud. So to way all these letters, you have to have the size of a yud. Now what part of each letter is he talking about? So that's what we're going to go through now. If you look at note number 70, note 70 is going on the Lamed. Now the way a Lamed is formed is that 
is that uh, it, it, it's a high letter, obviously, it comes down, then it goes to the right, then it goes down, then it goes down to the left. It's like a stand that the Lamed is on in the Sefer Torah, it's like a stand, and then there's also a leg. So in note 70 points out, It doesn't mean to say the leg of the Lamed, which is the, the side-most part of the Lamed that goes up to down. It can't mean that. Because even if, even if, if that's cut, even if you have the size of a Yud there, that's a cut in the letter. It's breaking the bottom part of the Lamed from the top part of the Lamed. That for sure won't be good. What he means is the, what the Lamed sits on. The bottom part of the Lamed. That's where you have to have a size, meaning the end of the Lamed. The bottom end of the Lamed has to have the size of a Yud. Next letter is the Pei Pshuta. If you want to see these letters, Inside, that might be easier if we turn to page, if you turn to page, um, right here, right after page Samach Dalad. It's the page after Samach Dalad, it's the end of the Mishnah Sofrim. It'll just be, you'll see, we'll see some of the pictures here, we'll get a much clearer picture. So the next, okay, if you look on the page after Samach Dalad, the next one we're going to address is the Pape Shuta. The Pape Shuta is the end of Fei, which if you look in the picture, by the end of Fei, it's one long line, and then there's a roof, and then there's a little Yud underneath it. So says, note 71, Shenizbar Sham, we explain over there, Shetzarach Sheyeh Shir Molo Oskatana Mekineged Mokom HaNekuda Apnimis Ulamata. The part of the leg that has to be the size of a Yud in the end of Fei is the, the the extension of the bottom leg. And that was not the part where there's a yud and where not the part where there's more going on. The bottom part where it extends beyond where the little yud is, that part has to be the size of a yud. So if you're looking, David, if you're looking at the end of Fay, so it's the bottom part. After the end of Fay turns in, so if you go to the right leg, the bottom half of the right leg has to be the size of a yud. That's what it's referring to. The next letter is the Tsadi Pshuta, which is also on this page, across from this page, the Tzadi Pshuta, which is note 72, where he writes, Shinezbar Shom, explain over there, Shetzarach Shia Shir Molo Oz Ketana Mimokom Dibuk Hayud Nun Pshuta. A Tzadi is really consists of two letters, a straight Nun, a long Nun, with a Yud attached to it on the side. So from beyond where they're attached, from there down, the lower part of the stem, that has to be the size of a Yud. Okay, next one is a Kuf, that's all right across from that on, again on, on that page in the back at the end of Misha Sofrim. Note 73 explains, She'ena kavana l'orech ha-rega ha-yamanis. It doesn't mean the right leg of the kuf. Ela l'orech ha-rega ha-smolis. It means the left leg of the kuf. She'yashir m'loy o'zketana k'negen mokom ha-kfifo l'mata. If you look at the kuf, the left leg starts out uh, across from the regular part of the kuf and then extends beyond it. So the part that expe- extends below the other part of the kuf, that has to have the size at least of, a, of an os katana, which is the size of a yud. And the last one is the os tuf. And there the, the note 74 points out, Shinizbar Sham She'im Ishtayah B'regel Hayimonis K'molei os katana Kshayra. That if the right leg on the suf has a molei os katana, it's going to be okay. But if you only have the size of a, a yud on the left side, it's possible. Why? So think about this one. If you have the tough 
and the right leg is the regular size, and the left leg is only the size of a yud, it might end up looking like an end of fay. Okay, that is the end of that mishavura. We'll get to all that later in Mishnah Sofer and Mishnah Shem. Let's go weiter now in Sifkotan Mem Gimel to finish up this Sif. We said again, back to our favorite letter, hey, that we're discussing over now. The, the, the right leg of the hey, if it is missing part of the leg, as long as it has the size of a yud, it's going to be okay. Says the Mishavura in the Shair, Haino me'anekev l'tzad mala. That means from the hole or from the wherever it's erased and above, meaning attached to the top of the roof, it has to be a letter yud going down. And we do not include and factor in that which is below the hole. Even if a child that's not so smart, not so tipesh, it reads it as a letter, it won't help. We're going to get to the halachas of a child. That's tomorrow, Shir Mitzvah When we call over a child to read the Sefer Torah. So again, we do not combine that which is above the erasing or the hole with that which is below. It does not contribute to the size of the yud. It has to be dafka above, where it's attached to the roof. Because if there's a break in it that's too high, we see it does not have the form of the letter properly. But if you have from the place where the hole is and above, or from whatever is causing the break in the middle and above, you have the size of a yud, it's fine. And you would not have to show it to a child if it has the size of a yud on the right leg of the hay. From the top, it's okay. Now this is not limited to where it gets cut or it gets erased. Even if you wrote the right leg of the hay too small by accident, as long as you wrote it the size of a yud, right? I in the machlokas that we had at the Bira and the Chazanish, which kind of yud. But if you have the size of a yud, there's going to be kosher. Even if you wrote it like that way, mitzchila. So we said you have to have the size of an oskatana. Hainu yud. That refers to the letter, letter Yud. And the bottom little stem that sticks out, this is referring to the bottom stem on the left. The letter Yud consists of a, a roof and a little right leg. That's a Yud, right? But we're going to see there's a machlokas whether you should have a little stem sticking out of the bottom of the left side. So the Mishavu writes that the Mulo's Katana is a Yud Ubakotza Tachton Shalom, Lafima the Pasak Lachamon, the Similam Edvab, the Besiosa, the Lomikir Yud below Kotza Tachton. Because we pass them later on that a Yud has to have a little thing sticking out of the bottom left. But the question that the Mepharshim asked on the Mishavu over here is it's very funny because the letter Yud, that's the Machlokas Rashi Tosos, but the letter Yud itself is irrelevant. The letter Yud has the roof and the right leg. So who cares if you have the left leg or not? Anyway, you have the right leg. If you need this, the, the same size as the Yud, so why is the size changing if you need the left leg or not? Anyway, you have the right leg. So one shot that I saw was that according to those who say you need the left leg, the right leg must be longer than that. So by saying we're going with Fida Shita that requires the Yud to have the little okets on the, on, the, on the left, so that means the right one has to be longer, so the Tsura of the Yud has, has gotten bigger. That's one shot. That's what the Buddha means when he says, Hainu yud tachton shalo. The left, the left little thorn sticking out of the, of the bottom left. But anyway, you have the thing on the right. The answer is that the thing on the right has to be longer than the little coat on the left. So if you require a coat on the left, it means you require a longer base, a longer 
uh, leg on the right side. And therefore the letter Yud that has to be there has to be the size of the letter Yud where the right side is bigger than the coats that's sticking out on the left side. Fine. Okay, let's, let's get started on the next halacha which we'll go into more detail tomorrow night. But let's just begin. We're in Sif Zayin. Siftayin Zayin is very interesting halacha. I don't know if anyone was ever in shul when there was a question on a letter and there's a halacha that you call a child over. So we'll get into details. When you call a child over, what kind of child you call over, what exactly is going on with that. So in Sif Zayin, the Mechaber starts off and says, Nifsak, we're on page 88, the second line, on top. Nifsak achas mehausios. If one of the letters gets cut, says the Ramah HaPshutos, one of the straight letters, Kigon Vov or Zayin, Oshen Nifsak Regel Hanun Vekayotseba, or the Endanun, which is a straight line, right? We have a, a Yud is a small straight line, basically straight down, and the Vav, I mean the, the Yud is more the other way, but the Vav is a little, a little gag and goes straight down. The Nun is exactly like a Vav, just goes further down. A Zayin is very similar to a Vav, right? It's a little slanted. So any of those basically straight letters, if they get a, a hole in the middle of it, Says the Mechaber, if a child that's not smart and is not stupid, an average child is able to read it, then it's kosher. And if he's not able to read it, he doesn't recognize what letter it is, it's puzzle. And you don't need to cover the letters all around it like people are knowing. You don't have to sit there covering the letters. You just let him look at it and see if he recognizes the letter it's kosher. If not, it's not good. We're going to see many, many details about this halacha. But that's how the Mechaber is passing this din. If there's a hefzik, if there's a break in one of the letters, one of these straight letters is a break in the letter, that's when you call over a child, if he's able, the average child, if he's able to read it as a proper letter, it's kosher. If not, it's puzzle. You do not have to cover up the other letters that are surrounding it. The Ramah then writes, Mihu. But if we ourselves see that this does not look like the letter it's supposed to look like, it does not have the form of the letter, then we don't care what the child says, it's puzzle. So the child is only there, as we'll see more details of, when we're not sure, we we, 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 we sort of see the Tzuras Os, we're not sure if it lost its Tzuras Os or not. But if you know that the letter, well, see examples, you know the letter lost its Tzuras Os, that, that's not the form of the letter. The example they give is, you have an Aleph, which is a, right, a, a diagonal line, and then, right, then two things, two Yuds coming out of it. So if one of the Yuds is detached from the Aleph, that's not an Aleph. The question will be, as we'll see more tomorrow and the next day, if let's say you have a Vav that's cut off a little bit, and you're not sure if that made it too small for a vav, and that looks like a yud, or it's still a vav. Or your endanun gets cut off a little bit, you're not sure, is it long enough to look like an endanun, or to look like a vav? So you're just not, you're not sure if it has a tzuras os or not, then you call in a child. But if your aleph gets cut off, the leg, one of the, one of the yuds of the aleph gets cut off, that's not an aleph. So it doesn't matter what the kid says. The kid can recognize it from today tomorrow, it doesn't count. So it's very exacting what you ask a child. If you see it doesn't have a tzuras os, children are irrelevant, it's puzzle. It's only Shaykh, that's why the, the, the Mechaber brings the examples of, the Ramah brings in these examples of the letters, the Vav and the Zayin and the Nun, because it, it, does it stay, is it long enough to be that letter, or is it too short, and, it, and the Nun became a Vav, or the Vav became a Yud, you're not sure, because it's, it's not an exact science, so is there... Is it only those letters though, or is it just an example? I mean, Hey and Ches? No, not Hey and Ches, because Hey and Ches is, you need a break there, not, not Hey and... So what if... 
Okay, so we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. For now, the Ramos has these examples. We'll see all of these. Stuff. But the point we're taking out right now is that is that it's, it's not just a game that any letter a kid can read, so it's okay. If the letter is not the tzur of those, it's not good. It's only when you're not sure it's the tzur of those. You know the Aleph needs those two connecting yuds. It's possible if it doesn't have both connecting yuds. But above, how long does above really have to be? If it's like a drop erased and it's a little shorter, I don't know. Is it a vuv? Is it, vav, is it a yud? I don't know. So ask the kid to read it. If the kid reads it properly, it's kosher. That's correct. Show me somewhere else where it, it should be potentially no gaya to ask a child. And then we'll discuss it. Because you're right, there's nowhere else. But I don't know where else, like what other kind of thing do we want? Like here, if children know, and we'll see the type of child, it's not a child who's too smart, who's too, too much. And it's not a child who can't read. It's a child who, he, he, he can read letters. So he sees the letter. So he's like an innocent bystander. We'll see why we can't trust an adult. We'll see that also in one of the notes, and the Shabbat doesn't get into it. But this is a case where children can read letters. So you get like an innocent child to see if he can read it, so he'll, he'll be the t- determining factor. But where else do you can have that? I'm saying, if you're not sure if you're, what, uh, I don't know. Where else can you ask your child? Are you not sure if you're sick as kosher or not? He's, he's saying, not giving up sock. Right. Not it, yeah, he's not giving up sock. It looks like the letter. He's able to read it. So then, then it's that letter because children read letters. Children are not passing in whether your, your schach is enough, is thick enough what or thin enough. A child is not... What? Okay, that's talking an interesting question. Like, if that's color, so say, is this, what color is this? So that's an interesting question. But we don't do that. Maybe for other obvious reasons. Okay, we'll stop here. We'll start again. Sif test die in a mitzvah tomorrow and get into all the, uh, the nitty gritty, uh, geschmack and mishnah brews on it. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shear on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.